We got a fast break lineup that's bound to shake your spines up. Reflect the light on the latest in sports, keep your blinds up. Hilarious swag is what you get in transition, like the truth where your man spitting. Man, listen, got Kyle on the one, running the topics of court. Facilitating the office, never coming up short. Feels your man on the wing, mostly known for shots fired. On the other end, he'll lock you down like you got priors. PMO be the one setting the pitch, back you down with the bigger picture. Words of the Holy Scripture. Need a fifth to stir the pot and add to the mixture. It's franchise, baby. Pick it up, my Yo, We need a fifth. We can get this mother loving show started. Welcome, world. This is We Need a Fifth. This is your man, Mo. I got my man, Hill, with me. Checking in. Got my man, P. Yep. Fellas, tonight is the NBA Finals. Uh, Phoenix Suns versus Milwaukee Bucks. Any matchups we're looking at? In particular, I know I'm looking at that Chris Paul Drew Holiday matchup. Want to see how that that turns out? Mm-hmm. Whether Coach Bud will <laughs> go back to his revert back to the being and cripple um, Drew Holiday and handicap hand, handicap him so that he doesn't do what he can do best and, and you know and lose the game. I I, I don't know. Uh, um, yeah, I, th- I think that's a huge matchup. Uh, assuming that is the matchup, Drew Holiday and Chris Paul, Lopez and Aiton. I think that's that's going to be a key matchup. Can can Lopez still get up and down with the young boy? And speaking of coaching, Monty versus Bud, I think that's going to be critical. Well, um, we saw Nate versus Bud. So yeah, yeah, but Nate didn't have all his his, his bullets in the gun. Okay. Yeah. You know, okay. If there was a, a young Trey Young in the, in the in the chamber, I think Nate would out coach and be playing the Phoenix Suns right now. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. This is a good matchup. Say, give or take 30, 40, 50 years ago. This is this screams narcolepsy to me. I'm not a fan. You told me Milwaukee Phoenix at the beginning of the finals. I might have not watched a playoff game. So, to find some excitement in this, I'm going to hope that Giannis and his crippled self finds a way to the game tonight. If not, I will probably be watching paint dry. Wow. With that being said, I am not excited about tonight's finals, but since we do this show, I will be watching it. What matchups will I be interested in seeing? Does Middleton know that this is game one? The Suns have won game one of the playoffs last three series, so I'm sure they'll be favored. Whether Giannis is playing or not, I think Phoenix is probably favored at home for game one. I guess I'll find some excitement in seeing this Booker take the next step. That's where I guess I'll, I'll, I'll force the excitement. After yeah. that, yeah. I mean, nothing yeah. on Milwaukee moves me. And I'm not a, I'm not a big... Can Chris Paul do it? Type of guy, so I'm not and see, happy I, to see him. I, I'm going to speak for, for the true basketball heads, the the the, the pr- true basketball fans. Kyle, you are, and, 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 and I'm going to invoke my inner Kyle. You know, our fourth member who's not here for right now. Shout out! Um, shout out to Kyle. Um, you must just like highlights, man. Is, is that it? You, you can't enjoy the sweet science of basketball. Does this game have a superstar in it? Arguably. 
Yes, you have a couple. I mean, honestly, neither one. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't be disrespectful. No, no, no. He, that's valid. Like, I feel whoever wins could be stamped as a superstar. Correct. If Jonas wins, he'll be stamped as a superstar. Two-time MVP is not a superstar. Nah. But this is, you know, he, I don't want to turn this into an MVP, my, my disdain for the MVP award in general. But, nah, he, he's a star. All right. Let me ask you this, then. In the matchup vein, hey, who can match up with him on Phoenix? Who could stop him? Jay Crowder. Wow. No, no, they're building a wall. Collins, no, he is, Capella. He has to do it like by himself. It. They're building a wall. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've seen Giannis get stopped. This is the first time he made it to the finals. People figure out every year how to stop him. And stopped with respect to a star. You know what I mean? Like, he'll get... 27 and 12. I know that sounds crazy. 25. Mm-hmm. It's how he gets it, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, so if he can have empty calorie stats where you say, oh, he threw up a good stat line, but he'll give you three for 11 from free throw line, timely turnovers that make you overlook his stats. So, yeah. And, and you know, P, where I'm going to go with this. And I think, Hill, you probably know too. I think a lot of his woes and flaws. Or highlighted due to terrible coaching. Okay. But the, Bud doesn't shoot free throws. Yeah, the three-point shooting, okay, maybe you can get in his air, tell him not to shoot threes. That's another thing Jay Crowell's going to do. He's going to be in the paint while Jones has the ball at the three-point line. Bro, he will have 10 seconds to shoot a free throw. I don't know how Coach Bud can help him do that. No, no, and, and I'm not talking about, all right, I'm not talking about the free throws, but even with John is having to bring up the ball in certain situations, like, hey, why are you bringing up the ball against Atlanta? He's definitely like, strong as a finisher than he, the, the yeah, creator. It's like, why are you bringing up the ball against Brooklyn when they lost, you know, Kyrie? And it, it, it's like, come on. That's where I lose it with Bud. I, I, I just can't. No, no and, and that we all agree with. John is Lopez. Post them up. Absolutely. Like, that's not even, that's yeah, not a debate like, on this show. Like, like that's, that's, and, and if, you thought that Bud would do that with Giannis this series? There's no way you can answer me, oh, crowd is sticking Giannis. Seriously, there's no way you can answer that. But if he's playmaker, <laughs> if he's playmaker Giannis, yeah, crowd can stick. If but, he's going to be at the three point line, I, making a play or they don't, having a pass in the charge, yeah, it's going to be yeah, a night. And they don't have many options. Like, Aiden has to stick one or the other. So Crowder has to stick Lopez or Giannis. Like, um, I don't know if the Cam but, the Cam Johnson dude but my is thing available. Is, with Giannis in the in the game, I don't think Bud tells him to start down low. He's gonna give him the ball and say, "Hey, create." And you don't well, need that Giannis for the, to win the championship at this well, point. Give me need- Phoenix then. <laughs> give yeah, me- that's where it's looking. <laughs> if that's if that's give me Phoenix then. Like that's it. Who do we think might be? The finals MVP. Don't default me. That's don't do it. Don't default me. Come on, you you know already. Don't like, default me and give it to him. It's t- already tailor made it. for him. I, I, I don't want to see it's it. It's tailor made for him. Sixteen if he gives years, me he 10, gotta have it. Ten, twelve, twelve, thirteen. Hey. Change the culture. I don't want to see it. Hey, that's it's gonna happen, Hill. It's gonna happen. Are you a witch? Because you stole the thought right out of my mind. You, and we haven't even named him yet. No, it, but you know. This, this is so in- we agree, campaign should not get this trophy. <laughs> this, this, this is interesting to me because 
I don't know who gets the most credit. Well, actually, Chris Paul gets the most credit. I don't, but I feel like Devin Booker almost doesn't get the credit. No, it is. I think people see that Devin Booker is on the classic superstar journey. And what I mean by that is like, hey, the Michael Jordan path in the sense that, hey, it's going to take you six or seven years before you start contending, before you start becoming a serious contender. After year seven, during your second contract, hey, you should be rocking and rolling. You should be a serious contender. And now it's moving up the steps. Now, what's different with Devin Booker is, hey, his step one was getting to the finals. You know, usually it's step one, hey, you in the, in the first round come up against a, a L.A. Lakers and they beat you. Right. And you go home and figure out, oh, what we need to do better. They didn't have to worry about a healthy L.A. Lakers. So they were able to progress forward. And they met teams and coaches that weren't able to stop them. But he shouldn't get penalized for that. Like, okay, I didn't lose in the first round the first couple of years I made the playoffs. I made it way to the finals. That's good. I don't think he should get penalized but, but for no, first time I'm in a building, I'm going to the penthouse. No, what the thing is, I think people still remember that, hey, before this year, your team is number 11 in the West. Before that, you were even worse. Before that, you were even worse than that. No, it's, so it's like, hey, you just started winning this year. This is your first winning season. But that's what we're judging on. Like, like I alluded to what um, Hill is saying. So you're basically saying Chris Paul might get the finals MVP as a lifetime achievement award. Mm-hmm. No, but think about the, the the change in culture, man. Like, everything is, is the same except for one thing, Chris Paul. So he's going to get about the – Devin Booker was getting better. We saw year to year. Mm-hmm. And then they went through spans during the players without – Chris Paul, which Devin Booker was a point guard. Yeah. And he put up double-digit assists mm-hmm. during some of those games. Because Chris Paul is physically there, possibly not at games, it just turns that team into... No, what, what I'm saying is like this. One, Chris Paul allows Devin Booker to get off the ball and become a just straight killer. So that, that advances his game as well. But... As well, as well as doing that, he's showing this is how we do it, fellas. This is how we support this killer doing all this work. Yeah, and so that Cam Johnson or whoever else, Crowder, you know, Aiton in particular, this is how we, we win, fellas. This is how we get to the next level. And this is how we support a Devin Booker to allow him to be who he is and for us to make noise with who he is. Because so prior to it. me getting here, y'all wasn't making noise with him being the same killer. Same numbers. It ain't like, hey, he's gone up in, in points and stuff like that by a dra- drastic amount. He, he is the same guy. No, Chris Paul's definitely been and, a huge it, contribution to the team. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, I basically what we, I think it's coming down to who's the best player on the Phoenix Suns. Booker. Booker. I'll and give you that. Why didn't that work for Harden then? Like, he changed coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, why didn't that work for Harden? Why didn't that work for Blake? Why didn't that work for PG? Why didn't that work for... You know, well, you can argue that, hey, it did work for those individuals if he didn't get hurt. Like, Harden, hey, you were up on what? 3-1 and you get hurt. Yeah, but he was hurt doing the LA series. 
Yeah. And he was hurt doing the, yeah, like he he the, actually the missed games dur- miss, dur- during this run, like, and mean, they still give him they still give him credit because he was there, and, and that's what I'm saying, yeah. and, and that that's and maybe that might be enough. But what you call it? My thing is with the other injuries, I think because they were lower legs and he wasn't able to you know really run or do anything. It's different from a shoulder injury, especially when you do have a Devin Booker and you don't have to worry about score. All you have to worry about is hey. Maybe getting the ball up, setting people up, make sure that, that they're in the right positions and Ding up. You may have to give a performance like, hey, he gave it game six yeah. where he scores 41 and stuff like that. But when you're playing with Devin Booker, you don't think that you're going to have to do that. I agree with you, but he's getting credit for times he's not there. You know what I, I'm saying? Like he's I, not cause physically I, there. Because I think. What people are seeing is that the others outside of Devin Booker, especially like a DeAndre Ayton in particular, like, hey, getting to where you're supposed to be, doing doing all the little things right, and so that, hey, when I'm not here and Devin Booker has to take up the point guard position, he's not doing as much work as he did two years ago trying to be a point guard for them. It's, all right, fellas, you, we all know what we got to do. Hey, let's do it. Okay, I, I, and especially with the young young backup point guard, you gotta say that because yeah. he's saying that. Like, hey, I'm the protege of CP3. Yeah, I think I'll think we'll see. Like, because the finals MVP is just the finals, so whatever happened to his point doesn't even matter. But on the other end, I think yes, yeah, between Giannis, I mean Giannis, Chris Middleton, I think has a chance if Milwaukee wins. As far as you, the question was, who could win MVP? I think you know Middleton has a shot. Especially with John is not not at a hundred percent. You know, Drew Holiday has a shot. You know what I mean. But Phoenix, I think, is those two. It's you know, that's eight and just does something crazy, which I don't see happening. Yeah, if Milwaukee happens to win this, and I'm not too confident yeah. that they will. We could tell by how we were talking about Chris uh, Paul and Booker. Yeah. No one thinks Milwaukee's going to win. <laughs> I think Drew Holiday or uh, uh, Middleton. Are gonna be the keys and and be the now, you deciding. You seen this because of Giannis injury or just in general or Coach uh, Bud? All of the above. Okay. Giannis injury plus Coach Bud, and then what Coach Bud is gonna do once Giannis is in the game? Okay. Because I some somehow some way Giannis is his kryptonite and he's on his team. Okay. Because he he forgets how to coach because he obviously knows how to coach. I mean. He, he coached well for game six. Don't forget, and, and they played. Don't forget the, I believe, 60 win Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he had uh, Brooke Lopez looking like a, a world beater. 31 points and stuff. Wow. Game now, five can, and game six. Yeah. Can, can you do that with Giannis on the court, though? Hill, so you think out, out of Milwaukee, who could, I mean, obvi- I think Giannis is like the obvious, but someone else. Yeah, I'm thinking Middleton. Who's going to be Mr. Intangible, like the Draymond Green or the Andre Iguodala? I don't know. If, well, in the in the Phoenix was like Jay Crowder, right? I would say eight, and if you, I don't mean mm. it depends what you think of eight, but I think you know, of course he had Crowder too, but eight in. He's, I mean, he's had a hell of a run. To be honest, <laughs> I, I would consider Aiton the third piece of the big three for Phoenix. That's what they hope. I, that, that's what I'm know. seeing right now. Like, And I see like if they can f- 
feed him and he can get opportunities, he could do something with the ball, man. He's I don't consider them a big three, but he's yeah, he he definitely could be the X Factor. He's, he's giving you like easy twenty tens. I have this rule, like if you never made an all star game, I can't give you big three status. But in the West, that's gonna be hard to hey, do. Hey, if hey. That's gonna be hard then to do. Then it's two point five, two point seven. Um to give and again and to be fair about Milwaukee, I think look out for maybe Bobby Portis, maybe. Yeah. Well, he won't be. Well, oh yeah, X Factor. Yeah. X Factor, yeah. maybe Bobby Porter. That's a good one. Hey, don't forget to email us at we need a fifth at gmail.com and catch us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We want to hear from you guys. Who do you think will be the finals MVP? Who will be Mr. Intangible? Who will be the one player that each team needs to certify their championship run? Hit us up. Who is he? Let's do the finals edition. Got a couple of guys that we just mentioned. Mm. Let's start with Chris Middleton. Who is he? Who who can we compare his game to? I find this is a hard one for me. Basic game, solid, erratic. Not as consistent jump shot, but maybe uh, Rip Hamilton. Maybe too soon for that. Maybe too soon. That's not too it's bad. Not, it's, it's not, not bad. bad. I was, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, he's a tough one. Big dog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Glenn Robinson? Yeah. No? I, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yo, it's so hard. Like, if you throw anybody who's 6'8 that could score, I kind of say yeah, but I, I don't. But Middleton's not 6'8. Six, 6'7, eight. Eight, six, seven, six, he's, eight. he's pretty tall. Yeah, he's tall. Yeah, he was pretty tall. Big dog. Probably big dog. Mm. Mid-range uh, I rip. I didn't know he was that I, tall. What'd you have him at, 6'6"? Six, six? I had him like 6'5". Six, six. No. I go back a little bit more. Maybe a prime Sean Elliott. He shoots better oh. than Sean. Yeah. Does he really? Do yeah, it? no, he does. I'm, I'm reaching. He like I, I, he No, he No, what I'm thinking, he'll, and what bothers me with Chris Middleton, he doesn't always do that consistently when the lights are on. Sean Elliott. <laughs> like, it, it, but Sean Elliott, for me, was a little bit more consistent when the not a shooter. On. Not a shooter is Chris. It's not. With San Antonio? No. I mean, no. No. Chris Middleton's a better shooter. Okay. I'm, I'm, like I'm the, sure the, you're the, right. Rip, Rip Hamilton fits well. I mean, he's actually a better shooter than Big Dog, but he just reminds me of Big Dog. Chris Middleton's a, no, probably it, one of the top five shooters in the league. No, and, and why I hesitate to give him Big Dog is I don't think he can get to the rim like ben, Big Dog does. It, it has that ability to break down. You know what I mean? He shows flashes, but he, he doesn't show that, hey, I can break down my man at will. Chris Middleton for me is hard to like, but Chris Middleton's a good player. Glenn Rice? Yes, definitely. Glenn Rice. Not the shooter as Glenn Rice, but I feel he has a better handle than Glenn Rice. Like, you know what? There's not one person <laughs> there. Yeah, really. yeah. You know what? I think I, I, I would lean yeah, more to, works. to Glenn, Glenn Rice. Rice. Just, yeah, not, yeah. not as consistent a shooter as Glenn Rice, but in that mold. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. That, that's a, that's probably a good one. Glenn Rice is a shooter, though. I mean, but Chris can shoot. Yeah, not like Glenn Rice. Yeah, I seen Rice. I think Rice might be forty from there, from out yeah, there. Like, and, he was and, born too early. <laughs> he and, was born and, too early. I think he shot like forty. Like, he would have been crazy right now. I think you give Glenn Rice the stage. He's he's more than willing to step up to it. 
Like he's running to the stage. I don't see that. Anymore. Well, Chris is inconsistent. I, I I mean, I have to look at his his mid range, you know, next gen stats. But Chris' mid range game is his stats are probably better than Glenn. Uh, in between y'all, maybe Hedo Turkaluk. I think he might be closer to Hedo Turkaluk. Yeah, that's even good. Too. <laughs> He might be better. I don't. I don't know. But like, I think he could shoot. Got he got I mean, he could do Peja. Pe- I was thinking that. I, do I actually Peja. downsized him to Peja too. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that, that made me think of Hedo actually. All right. What about um? Let's go to Devin Booker. Everybody's um seeming to compete, which I think is so disrespectful. Kobe Excuse Bryant. me, America, for even saying it. Comparing him to Kobe being Bryant. Um, before the. I mean, injuries, I, like I had him as Allen Houston before the injuries. Mm-hmm. Allen Houston. Oh. That's good. Yeah, I'll go. That's good, actually. You're right, Allen Houston. I just had some in my head. I forgot. <laughs> before the injuries, Brandon Roy. Mm. What they tell me. Yeah, before so that's what they tell me. Before the injuries, Brandon Roy. Young Ray Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? Yeah, but, but it's mm-hmm. weird. Ray had more hops. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, but uh, I, Devin has him. He's just yeah. He's like just get I, mad I, to do him. I, I and I think Devin's mid range game is a lot better than Ray's. I think it is. Be careful. I think be it careful. Is. Be careful. He be just careful. can get hit, get to his spots. Uh, so his. could Ray. Early Ray. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Seattle Ray is different than I, like that Boston Ray. That was good fitting into the system. But, yeah, he but, played his role. Yeah. At early Ray, people were saying he's better than Kobe, and they had an argument. Be careful with that no. early Ray Allen. I, I, like I said, man, I, I see a little bit of that in him. He, he was a well, I think he was a game away of going to the finals. Yeah, now Ray AI. Yeah, yeah, yo Ray was was legit. Shuttleworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say young Ray without as much bounce because young Ray had bounce. So, and you'll take that. Yeah, this is pretty. That's that's good company. Yeah, I think Devin Booker is easier to compare than Middleton, but there's a couple guys. What do you got, Aiton? Oof. It's early, but mm-hmm. I think he could be a beast if they let him. But I don't think they're gonna let him be a beast, yo. I think he got it in him, yo. Cause he got that little short mid you know, short um jumper that he could do off the short corner. Um he doesn't try to go out to the three point line and, and try to come outside of himself. I think if he had a summer like he had this summer where, hey, he, he listened to his coach and got into the gym. From all reports, he was a gym rat. If he can get a summer with Hakeem Olajuwon, we really, I got him I stuck. I think he'll be a problem. Man. I got him stuck between the Kimbe and Zoe. I think he's, I think Don't, his don't offensive give me better than Zoe, whatever you I do. I think his offensive p- potential is so much better than both I'm of them. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think Again. between the Kimbe and Zoe is a good compare. He's not better than Alonzo. Zoe, don't do that. Sorry. Now, if you want to say, I, I thought I think Miami Zoe had a lot of like playoff success. Not Charlotte Zoe, please. Charlotte Zoe. Is Charlotte Zoe. It's impressive. It's right behind Shaq. We're not it's so. Right Shaq's better than him. Yes, but, but he's right behind Shaq. He he's right behind Shaq. He was right there. Yeah, yeah he's so, right Because you got to remember, Alonzo came in with 2010. 
I came in. No, Joe's a way better player than DeAndre. Don't uh, do yo, this he's me, a please. better worker. I didn't have. But I think which one call it? Joe's um, better than him on defense too. Yeah, and, and, and offense. I, it's not close. Like you no, had, you, I, I think DeAndre Ay- Ayton's potential as far as where he can go is going to be so much higher you understand. than where Zoe. Nah, I, I had Zoe as a top 10 center if he didn't get injured. Like, I had him. Like, yeah, like, no. I was big on Zoe. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and Patrick, you're in his top five. I understand. No, he's not. He, no, no, he's no. actually not. Yeah. <laughs> he's so sorry, yeah. Knicks fans. Top 10 at best. But, um, yo, yeah. In between, it's not bad. Like I can't, I, yeah. I can't wait until we do our top fifty. Yo, I can't wait, America. That's not a bad uh, putting him in between there though. With him getting better to pass Alonzo, if he gets better, but it's not better than Alonzo. It's not. He's not. I want to oh, say no, he's not no. close if to Alonzo. If so had then, Booker it, and Chris Paul, it'd be oh disgustingly over. <laughs> You know, we were saying, oh, what if can DeAndre? We know Lazo could get two points down low when you throw them the ball. Like, we think Aiden may be able to, but. All right, we all agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> Who's Giannis? Ooh, this might be tougher. Actually, I, yeah. I said this before. I think he's Zoe with a handle. <laughs> to me, he's Alonzo Mourning, but he has a handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like that's all I can think of. Defensively, he's oh, same thing. Defensively, it's the same thing. Yeah, but he Zoe actually, might be smarter when he makes his yeah, move. Though. But like, John is actually might be a like a better perimeter defender. Zoe never really had a stick. You know, they didn't switch everything back then. So like, but Zoe would make his move and go to a a runner or maybe a pull up. Giannis is bowling like he's yeah. Zoe's smarter. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, me. Yeah. I, I just think he's Alonzo Mourning with a handle. Yeah, it's hard to do Giannis, I, I think, because because yeah. Giannis has the potential to be the next Giannis. Yeah, and, and that's what I was about to say. Giannis is probably one of those players that I would say, hey, he's just Giannis. You know, um, there's not too many players because you know he puts it all together. He's the ultimate weapon. Yeah, there's nothing in this league that should be able to stop him if you put intelligence factor. I guess that fits with knowing your role and getting better from inside and out. Yeah. And there's no one there's, you can't stop him. He's too big. What about uh C P three? Zeke? Yeah. 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 Uh, but not as good as Zeke. Mm-mm. Nah. Um but he's in that mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's the last of the true he's the last of the true point guard. I yeah. like him pretty much Zeke because of his nastiness. And Chris Paul's a dirty player. He's good. Yeah. And yeah, it's good. Like, it's a cliche. Well, back in the days, you say, like, you know, if you, you're competing against him, you hate him. Mm-hmm. If, you, if he's on your team, you love him. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't forget to email us at we need a fifth at gmail.com and catch us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We want to hear from you. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to We Need a Fifth podcast wherever you listen to your, your podcast. Olympic basketball news, USA men's basketball. They do not have a, a team to represent us in the three-on-three basketball tournament. For the first time in Olympic history, three-on-three basketball is being featured at, at, in Olympics at Tokyo. And USA men's did not 
qualify. When you say they didn't qualify, so someone played and took L's. Who who, oh. who was taking it? Who's taking these L's? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm guessing it was the NBA plays, obviously, but I, like who I'm was, not cer- too certain. Who was trying to qualify? I, 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 I didn't even know it was three on three. Then, to be honest, and that's not good on my part. And, and, and just <clears throat> just so America doesn't go into the total um, darkness, the USA women's basketball team did qualify so they have a, a regular basketball team and a three-on-three team yeah that's interesting. yeah that's interesting i don't know who was trying to qualify that's another news that you might not really care about <laughs> luka Doncic and slovenia just qualified for the olympic tournament looks like he's going to be able to challenge for the u.s for a gold medal do we believe luka has a shot at taking home the gold upsetting the u.s no. <laughs> Did you hear his quote too? Nah, it was a quote. Uh, an Olympic gold medal would be more important to me than an NBA championship. Yeah, I, I think that's how most international players think, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, th- even the famous Brazilian player, Oscar Smith, I believe, mm-hmm. he didn't come to NBA not because, hey, he didn't have opportunities to get picked up. It's because, hey, if he came to the NBA, he wouldn't be able to play for his country. Yeah, I so I guess so country it, over. Yeah, yeah, he chose his country in that yeah. instance. He chose his country, and he's considered the greatest basketball player alive in Brazil. Yeah, I think yeah. In, in America we look at it differently. Like Olympics, yeah. Olympics is like a given. Mm-hmm. Like if you know you win a gold, if they win the gold medal this year, you're like, yeah, okay, that's what you're supposed to do. But uh, if you know Asha Smith or if, if Luca wins a ring or you know, G- you know Ginobili back in the day, so yeah, they have like a different type of pride about their. Not to sound harsh and ethnocentric, then, then, or xenophobic, then why not stay there? More money and. I mean, <laughs> in the example I gave you, he did decide to stay, you know, stay in his country. Like, he he was actually drafted at one point. Are you talking about Luca or Schmidt? Either one. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, if you're a competitor, you want to play in the best league. The NBA is the best league. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And now with professionals being allowed to play, hey, you can do both. And and but that doesn't mean that hey, you value both the same. He's getting his cake and eat it too. He's getting to play in the NBA and represent his country. And I, you know, I tore up the Euroleague when I was like seventeen. <laughs> like, I'm not, like I was, doing, you know what I mean. So I think he doesn't want to challenge. And outside looking in, I can I can see like national pride, mm-hmm. you know, being in yeah yeah. At this point, I'm I'm one of those. Grumpy Americans who feel that <laughs> locally. Yeah. What have you done for me? Yeah, I think Slovenia has like two uh, NBA plays, Dragic and him. Uh, USA has 12 to 15 NBA That's plays. Why US bias <laughs> sinking in. Going to a subject that there are some historic seasons going on between two players. Um, Angels. Otani? Yeah, yeah. Pete, both sides. you talk to me about this, man. You're the baseball guy, man. That's that's bad. I used to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, Otani and the groom. Actually, he brought the groom to my attention. Um, he has an ERA under one. Like I don't Which know, is savage. Like I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> he has a, Jake DeGrom. I, I know what else to tell you, P. <laughs> but he plays for the Mets. I need my guy here, man. That's why I need my but, guy here. But he plays for the Mets. Oh yeah, if, it's shout, all gonna be work. It's gonna be 
So, so empty stats, yo. Kyle's not here. Empty stats, yo. But I'm gonna stop short of saying that the, the grown is the goat. Yeah, no. <laughs> the goat. He probably would call him the goat. But yo, his ear is under one. Like, I grew, actually grew up like a Mets fan, believe it or not. You know, Dwight Gooden was my guy. Okay. His best season, maybe two point one six. That was like incredible. This is this is Jerry Curl, Dwight Good. Do, do we know who what's the Grom's um, record right now? I think he's like only twenty games over five hundred for his so, career. He should be like a hundred games. It don't over even matter. That's no, on. No, I'm saying for this year, for this season. Is he, uh, does he have a winning record? I got it, Mo. But his yo, ERA but you know how crazy it is, Mo. If though, he doesn't, bro. that's on him. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I'm saying, Pete. Is like he's gonna have a great year's numbers wise, no, but it's gonna be wasted on their bats. Like you, that's this type of year that you're talking about him having is supposed to be a championship, right? I hear all of that. His ERA is one. Yo, when he pitches, if he goes nine, you're just gonna get one run. It's, it's that simple. He goes nine and you get one run. That's crazy. And maybe eleven minimum too, Mo. Just to tell, you, just to help you out too. He's Yo, mowing him down. That, to his, that his, is that is ph- phenomenal. And like two point five for his career, and that's great. Like area in the threes is like Hall of Fame, under one. And to go to Atani, he's I believe he's the first player to uh, make the All Star game as. Um, Offensive position. position player and also a pitcher. Um, yeah, he's doing his thing. I I respect his game. Blasphemous like, to some? Eh, I don't care. Think Yanks do seven. Uh, on don't give me Bay Roof no more. Bay Roof didn't. Bay Roof didn't do this. Bay Roof didn't do this. He didn't. No one did. That's why I'm saying it's historical. He didn't do this. Beirut's a better hitter. I know Tony is only one or two years. I might have jumped out the window a little. Tony's a better pitcher. But he's never done this. No one has. And I part. Of, I feel like part of the Beirut legend is, oh, he was just a... No, nah, he wasn't a better pitcher than Otani. That's not what the numbers tell me. Slow down. So, yeah. That's, you know, it's... And it, it's bad. You know, I'm, I used to be a really heavy, heavy ba- baseball player. But this, this is... This is, I feel, you know, almost bad for baseball. No one's paying attention to this. That's, I don't know what what, what baseball could do. With these. I, you know what? I think baseball, somehow they got to find the fun. And that's why I like players like Tatis and the other brother that's playing with him. Ooh. He slips my name. I, I, I like this guy. That happens in baseball <clears throat> sometimes. And even... Players like the guy on the Dodgers. Mookie um, Betts? Yeah, Mookie Betts. They need to find the fun in baseball. It, it just seems so mechanical nowadays, you know, as far as with the rules, except for certain players, you don't see the, the passion for the game or the passion for the competition. I want to see more of that. I want to see, hey, cats saying, hey, you know what, I can't stand the Red Sox. It seems like a lot of lovey-dovey stuff going on yeah. in, in, in baseball. It I, seems weak and mechanical at this I, point. Yeah, I think it's a, a lot of things going on why baseball is not successful. Like you said, it's the pace of the game, mm-hmm. and also to be frankly, I, they I don't I they're kind of they're losing. They've they've been losing since like years and years. They're just losing the interest in the African American community. Mm-hmm. They just are. 
and it, it's it, you could say there's a lot of reasons i heard one reason which i, I thought was a pretty good um thing like um you know instead of getting an african-american play that from united states right and you know pay him x amount of money um you know a lot of times you get people say from the dominican republic and you get them a little less less expensive they just are you know what i mean so yeah i, I think that's part of it and it's just it just doesn't have the sizzle you know what i mean like basketball everyone knows lebron no one no one really knows tatis like i i, I, I saw him in i think it was a i don't want yeah they don't sponsor us but it was like a some type of soft drink if y'all want me to say your name, sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Hey. We need a fifth at gmail.com. Let's go. About the grip. Um, and I thought he was like a soccer player. Mm. I didn't know mm. who Tatis, I didn't know who Tatis was. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not even lying. No, no disrespect. Like you know, he's one. He's one of the best players in baseball right now, and I know him now. But to be honest, when I saw this commercial, I had no clue who this guy is. Who this guy was. And we came up watching his father play, right? Fernando is that his son? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the same with um, Vlad, Ger- Vlad Guerrero Junior. No, yeah. no gloves. I remember mm-hmm. he didn't even use batting gloves. It was the truth. And and maybe we might to put this as a, a poll question. I mean, it was one point it was representation. I think that was hurting the game, mm-hmm. and that doesn't do it for for me. I'm, I'm for some reason I don't have that interest. I'm a Yankee fan. Mm-hmm. I used to casually watch the Yankees, maybe watch thirty games during the year. But now I don't find any interest. I can't even tell you what channel they play on. And it's not because of lack of African-American mm. representation. I want more black players to play. Fine, sure. <clears throat> but I guess the question is, why doesn't it grab a middle-aged person like me, who, which baseball pretty much is their demographic? Mm. It, I think that's the question that baseball has to start answering. I don't even think that at this point they're willing to answer that question seriously, you know, and, and come up with some serious solutions on how to bring America's pastime back into the forefront of American sports culture. And until they do, I, I think we're going to continue to see the decline. I'm like you, casual fan, which we call a Yankees fan. I'll actually watch a game or two, about 30, 40 games. Or not, it's just not that fun. I I'll say at this point, the only teams that I can say I watched this year are the Dodgers. I didn't even watch the Yankees play this year. It's real interesting. Like you said, he played he played baseball yeah. when he was younger. Yeah. And Malik and I, we were in the martial arts, but there was some type of gravitational pull to local baseball teams. In our local city, yeah. So whether you go to to Brush or Hutch, mm-hmm. they were events on Wednesdays, especially Saturdays. You can do an yeah. all day yeah. thing there from mm-hmm. eight to like seven yeah. and sit there and watch different games, have the whole experience, the baseball cards, the gum, the yeah, popcorn. I, I remember coming to one of y'all games. Yeah, we should go yeah. see we see P. We go see Barris and Khalidis up the hill. Barris, yeah. all these guys. It was an experience. And for some odd reason, that gravitational pull for us local kids who, okay, there was a field there. We didn't have the equipment. We we had access to gloves. We played baseball. We right. were athletic as kids. But that draw to see a game is not there now. Yeah. It, 
I think part of it is baseball has priced out the local, you know, communities. Yeah. I think they spend so much time focusing on international players and focusing on international programs to develop international players mm-hmm. that they've forgotten the development process that needs to be done at home. Yeah, shout out to Tory Hunter. He used to play the Minnesota Twins. I think he had like some type of movement where he was trying to get, get in the African-American communities and get people into baseball. But yeah, you know, as someone who, I mean, honestly, baseball is my first love. It wasn't basketball or football. You I walk to... around the city, you saw, <laughs> like, what is it, TNL Trophies, yeah. Frank's Deli, Chambers, I saw, I saw, Ice Cream like, Factory. I, re- I saw Dwight Gooden, Dallas Strawberry. Like, oh, these guys kind of look like me. And you know what I mean? Like, that's what really got me into baseball. But, but like you said, you got to get the glove, you got to get the bat. And you, you, if you want to, you can figure it out. But it's just basketball was just easier. Like, all you need is a hoop and a ball. You're good to go in the playground. Like, where baseball, you have to find enough people to even get a game. Well, I think not so much the numbers as far as people willing to play baseball. I think, like I said, the price has continued to rise. And the structure that was in place when you was playing, Mm -hmm. a lot of that is gone. Like, hey, you're not getting sponsorship from Chambers and, you know, Mm -hmm. the local stuff. And... And that that structure and that development, because that's basically what MLB should be looking at right. Little League as, is development. Mm-hmm. Shout out to West Side Auto Parts, mm-hmm. 369 Vets, Kiwanis, Ice Cream Factory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, they've lost that. And it's going to, now if you can't get a major sponsor or you don't have uh, major donors who are giving you serious money, it's hard, like like you were talking to, to fill the team, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and get equipment, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to pose that. Like, why has, to to me or to us, why has it, why does baseball feel like it's lost that luster? Yeah. To me, to want to turn on like a regular game. And why am I not a casual fan anymore? Yeah, I have absolutely no interest in watching. I didn't watch a baseball game at least a year. Like, it's just weird. Like, and I'm going to watch Phoenix and Milwaukee, who's not the, they're not the most glamorous teams not in the world. Not a sexy watch at all, but, but I'm there. I'm, 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 I'm a basketball Cause, fan, cause, so I'm going to watch it. Because you, you love basketball. I like, but his heart was baseball. And I don't watch that. <laughs> you I, see what I mean? I, I'm pretty sure I know who won the World Series last year, but you're going to have to jog my memory. Like, it's that bad with I'm me. I'm almost sure I, it's the Dodgers, too. Yeah. but it's, And I feel I almost feel guilty. Because that was like... Fanatic. I we're, used we're to know fanatics. stats. I could tell you Wade Boggs' batting average, Tony Gwynn's batting average. Like, that far. Mark McGuire, 49 home runs in his rookie year. Like, I had baseball cards mm-hmm. and all of that. I had to fight my cousin. because It was like a Maguire Conseco trade with the baseball cards. You know what I'm saying? My aunt, was, mm-hmm. my, my aunt was like, yo, what are you doing? I was like, yo, you took my Mark McGuire. I'm not playing around. But and now I, don't, I have I have no interest in watching baseball, none. So, and speaking of interest, one that sparked mine was the Rachel Nichols seemed to be controversial that she's having with ESPN, and um, I just want to touch on that if I can. I'm a little torn with this one, to be honest. I I really am. You know, uh, Rachel was speaking in confidence, it seems, with, I guess, was it LeBron James's... I think his PR guy. His PR guy. Adam Mendelson. Right. In which he was having, you know... And to me, it wasn't candid. I thought what she expressed was genuine. 
I had no problems with it. I, I guess I want to hear your guys' analysis of that situation. But for me, I'll touch on it later. I just want to hear what you guys have to say, and I'll, I'll comment from what you know. You guys think of that situation? Well, yeah, I, I haven't delved too deep in. I think both of you guys went deeper than I than I did into it. But it just seems like. <clears throat> She's been there. I've, I feel like she's been there long enough. She knows where, where the bodies are buried, that type of thing. You know what I mean? Mm. So she knows the workplace. She knows how it behind the scenes what's really going on. And that because of ESPN's uh, not so good track record with minorities and, you know, that she's like, well, that's cool that you're going to, you know, you're trying to push minorities and you know make it look like a certain way but you're not going to absorb me for that <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. that, that's that's what it looks like to me like okay but that's you're not gonna i'm not gonna take a back seat because y'all y'all wasn't doing what y'all was supposed to be doing it to begin with so yeah and shout out to you i think the other person is, is in questions maria taylor right who yeah. i i think from my standpoint it's just a name in this situation because i don't i don't think it should hold any weight on her because mm-hmm. this could have been anyone else. But I, like I said, I'll let you go, but I just want to be on record. I, I'm in agreement with Rachel in this one, but um, go ahead. All right, go ahead. For me, I think I believe that ESPN, of course, their track record, I mean, you could just look it up, but Rachel has taken the steps to get to where she's gotten. And I don't think that what they were pushing on her, and I don't want to hold this against Maria. It could have been anyone. I think that Rachel was in the right with the situation. I think she was just venting. And it wasn't wrong for what she said. I don't feel it was wrong whatsoever. And and, and I agree with you. But I can also understand the other side of the coin, I guess, in the sense that I know we were talking about this earlier that, hey, one of the things that I thought about when when I first heard the story was I don't think the story should be about Rachel Nichols or Maria Taylor. I think the story is ESPN. And I think Rachel Nichols hit on something with her comments about Maria Taylor um, that they caught in the sense that ESPN's track record with diversity and being willing to deal with anchors or on-air personalities that have social take on social justice causes and stuff like that. I think Jamila Hill, I think of Miss Beadle, I forgot her, her first Mich- name. Michelle. Michelle Beadle. They both took a stand. Miss Beadle took a stand when Ohio State coach was revealed to be a domestic violence uh abuser and that they wouldn't fire him. And she said, hey, I'm not going to cover college football. I'm not going to cover football, period, as long as he has a job and he's around. She was quietly let go because of that. Jamila Hill, it's well recorded that, hey, she took a stand with Colin Kaepernick and um, among other issues and challenged the, the, uh, the network on, hey, the stance that they were taking. And I think Part of the situation with Rachel Nichols and Maria Hill is a direct correlation, direct um, product of those issues. Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor, I'm sorry. Direct product of those issues coming up. And 
during this time that she's talking about, hey, this is during the bubble. This is after George Floyd has passed away. Now there's protests and stuff like that. This is after, whatchamacallit, I believe, Milwaukee does the walkout and doesn't play the game. So all this stuff is coming to ESPN's front step. And now they got to answer question about, oh, how come Jamila Hill doesn't have a job? Jamel. Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill. And you know what I mean? How come you guys took the stance y'all did, especially when the NFL is apologizing? For Colin Kaepernick and stuff like that. Look so, what that took, though. Yeah, Ap- but apologizing, but yeah, they, he's still not in the NFL, so I'm not even jacking that. Mm-hmm. To be honest, like, I'm just not. Yeah, I mean, I'm not taking that. That, that so, is, my whole thing is with <clears throat> Rachel. It's the backlash that she's getting, which yeah, I don't think should be any. No, and, and and that's my point. I think in the sense that I think. Them choosing sides, the ESPN personnel choosing sides. I think it's they shouldn't have a side on this. It shouldn't be about either one of the 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 women involved in this. It should be about hey ESPN and how it does business. And like Rachel Nichols says, hey, when it comes to diversity in their business model, they've been shaky at best. You know what I mean? And it's like hey, how do you correct that? And do you correct that by sacrifices another demographic that had to work so hard to get there. Hey, black woman definitely had to, to sacrifice, but a woman has to sacrifice. So they both are in this, in a situation where they're not in positions of power. They don't see people like them in positions of power. So how do you sacrifice one for the other? You know, and I think that's Rachel Nichols point is like, Hey, she paid her dues. Yeah. We, we grew up seeing her as a sideline. Mm-hmm. You know, and now you're taking the NBA Finals away from. Of course, nothing is privy to one person. I get it, mm-hmm. and and that's my only gripe with Rachel is that, like we talked about before, I saw the documentary with Ernie and, and the inside NBA and staff, and I saw how often Ernie went from the floor to the booth, floor to the booth. You know, and it wasn't until Kenny got there that he actually stayed in the, you know, in the booth. And it was like, if a man like that with his story career and the accolades he's received can go through that process, Rachel Nichols, you can go through that process once or twice. It's, you know, it's not like they said, oh, you're not going to cover the, the NBA finals this year. But now reports are that she won't be um, covering the NBA finals this year. And I think ESPN has showed you. A it's just Bristol being Bristol. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a it's, brilliant masterstroke of, of of marketing and spin because they've made it about Rachel Nichols versus yeah. Maria Taylor or Maria Taylor versus Rachel Nichols when it should be about both of these women and, the, and their employer and how they the employer has failed to meet their standards. Agree, agree. Hey, let us know what you think. Email us at we need a fifth at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Catch us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know what you think. Do you think this is an issue that should be uh, Rachel Nichols versus Maria Taylor? Or do you think we're right in the situation that should be about ESPN and how they do business, especially with minorities and women? What's on the radar, fellas? 
I, I touched on this before. I mean, you guys aren't into Perry and Conor McGregor. Let me know. UFC. It's, it's what it is. This Saturday, I'm locked in. That card is unbelievable from start to finish. Got Gilbert Burns on that card. Got Sugar Shane O'Malley. These are household names that will be coming to you guys coming up soon. Wow. What's on the radar, P? Uh, oh, yeah. Since we just did the uh, the ESPN thing, although he's, I don't think he ever went to ESPN, shout to Marv Albert. Great career. Um, what is controversial? Is the uh, controversial that you picked him, or he's a controversial person? Oh no, I just want to say shout out. He's Marv clearly Albert. a controversial person. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you look. Well, we now. love Marv though. Hey, I'm a Mike Green. That's down Pete myself. channeling his inner Kyle. That's the, your inner Nick fan speaking to you. Nah, I'm not a Nick fan. Marv, is Marv. Am I grew up with Marv? Marv is like the best to do it. What about Mike Green? You said, huh? <laughs> you said something about Mike Green. Cheap the best ever do it? Cheap imitation for this generation. Clean imitation for this generation. No, Mike Mike brings solid, but uh, Marv Marv's the goat in my opinion. Yeah, Marv is. Well, Marv sniffed the finals. No, right? Marv, no, no, he's done. No, 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 they, no, they, 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 they say goodbye. <laughs> T, no, it's, it's TNT. He, he, he's done it. And I'm gonna keep it a buck. They just did that because it's his last year. Yeah, he, he's, he's yeah. They would have Kevin Harlan would have done it in the Eastern Conference Finals. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marv had a terrific career. This this last one was pretty shaky. He was forgetting names out there. He put on a, the he put on a wizard uniform. <laughs> he put on, he put <laughs> on a watch. It's a rough season for Marv. He put on a watch. Very comical. We're not gonna remember that. But uh, this was this was a, <laughs> he went out with a with a bang this year. Fast and Furious Nines that's still on the radar. So nothing's on most radar. Um, and tomorrow what was it? Uh, yeah, I, I saw the Tomorrow War. It was it was I you yeah, you kind of yeah, you, you kind of fake panned it. I, I it was decent. I I, I wasn't. I, I thought it was decent. Well, we'll have to have that on another segment. We'll get back to that, but. My next sci-fi adventure that I'm watching out for is that Dune movie coming out at the end of the month. I think it's the 22nd of July. You said Dune? Dune? Yeah. Yeah. Either Dune or Dune. Either way. I never saw the original. Wow. Yeah, okay. it, it, do yourself a favor and watch that. The original was cracked. And do yourself an even bigger favor and, and read the book, Frank Herbert, Dune. I'll um, check it out. Fi- right. uh, finals predictions. Who we got one in the finals? I know I got Phoenix and I'll say Phoenix and seven. Yeah, I'm going with that. I, that's what I want. Phoenix and seven. Antithesis. We're going Giannis and seven. Comes back to save the day. Here comes Reed. Lewis Reed's that. Wow. Big. MVP. Giannis. Some, somebody's going to get crowned. They never had a crown before. Going to be interesting. Um. Any final thoughts? Any shout outs? No, 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 no. I I mean, totally unnecessary probably. I mean, I saw, uh, I think this is the anniversary of KD. Because KD had got into a Twitter skirmish with a regular fan yesterday. Mm. In regards to it, I think it's the anniversary of him uh, making a Golden State move. Okay, okay. Shout out KD. Did it for your career. I have no problem with it. Hey, I can dig it. Chase mm. the chip. That's what it's all about. Chase yeah, sure. Hey, after you get your dollars, it's all about the chip. Mm. P, any final thoughts? 
No, I'm just I'm just looking f- I'm I'm surprisingly looking forward to this finals. I, I feel like I must really be a basketball junkie because this is not like a glamorous finals, but I'm interested. So. Yeah, you love basketball. If you, you love basketball, <laughs> like, you can watch this finals. You love it. I'm like, convinced. You love it. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm I'm with you, P. I, I, I'm looking forward to the finals. Also, just want final thoughts on sports world. It looks like we having an attack on black women lately. From Naomi Osaka to the hammer thrower to Maria Taylor, we got to get our acts together for women, black women. I know I have a mother, <laughs> and I know how I would want her to be treated, and I would hope that we can carry that on, especially in the sports world that holds so much for people as far as being able to change lives. Defend the queens at all costs. Indeed. And with that thought, don't forget to to email us at we need a fifth at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We want to hear from you guys. Also, let us know what you think about some of the issues that we discussed. And don't forget to subscribe to We Need a Fifth Podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we're out. We're out of here. Don't be shy. Hit us up. We need a fifth. We need a fifth. We out. Come. Yo, we need a fifth.